Relationships. It's one of those things that as the youth of today, we're all trying to unlock what truly a good and healthy relationship means. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode on the podcast. We've got an interesting individual today. I suppose one of my interesting comrades slash friends, his name is Ares, and um, we are actually, our relationship has formed in a way that I don't necessarily believe is the normal way that people make relationships. And we are actually friends because we disagree so much, but within our disagreement, we find some sort of value. So this podcast is about Aries. It's about his life. It's about how he's navigated through relationships. It's about how he believes in attaining a healthy and well-thought-out relationship. It's how he believes that we as people should grow ourselves in building strong and meaningful relationships. He speaks about his family relationships and how through his back push or pushback rather, his religious endeavors, how he's been able to push back against it and still form the good relationship with his family. We speak about his romantic relationships. We speak about his friendships and how there was a time where he was genuinely a loner and how he genuinely seeked to put himself out there. What a part this was. And this is for anybody that's wanting to know a little bit about Judaism, people that that want us to speak about relationships and improving your relationships and once again a different perspective to grow the powerful impactful minds on the youtube channel brother man thank you so much for coming on to the podcast your girlfriend's worst knife man i'm so excited bro i've been waiting for this, it's, <laughs> yeah, this, I'm, this I'm honored this, this has definitely been a long time coming here like i've yeah, been yeah. saying yo, yo yo next week next week next week next week and now finally it's hey. here man <laughs> i'm looking forward to it bro. no no i appreciate you coming on and i think that you know it's always a privilege to have a different perspective and you know my viewers and my listeners and i suppose everybody that wants to find some value um they enjoy the things that i enjoy i suppose and i think mm. yeah man i enjoy people like you and i hope that yeah you know we can definitely seeking yet another perspective i find our relationship very interesting though because i think that you know most relationships are pretty much so based off like liking each other whereas like you and i kind of have a good relationship in terms of conflict we kind of have (laughs) and what do you think about that eh? i think it's always (laughs) interesting i think I really appreciate how open you are. Like mm. we we met in the laundry room, which was <laughs> always great. The best place to yeah, meet. 100%, you know? 100%. But I just think like from there, it's just, it's been so interesting getting to, getting to know you a bit mm, more mm, because mm. W- I can speak to you about topics that people may like find difficult to speak mm, about. Mm, mm, but just be having those open channels mm. is really, I think it's so important. And, no. and I appreciate that no, about no, you. No, really. no, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, always, always great. I think we stayed there for like two hours down yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it was lovely. It was honestly lovely. But I mean, let's go to the beginning. Yeah, the very yeah. beginning of uh, um, the life of Aries. And I just want to like, just kind of get an idea of kind of what are some, I suppose, some fundamentals that we should know that make you the person that you are today? Well, I mean, it's... Uh, sure, there's a few things. Yeah. I mean... Gosh, going back, I was born in Australia, so I've oh, always... Oh, Australia, that's crazy, yeah, I yeah. never knew that. You're born in Australia? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Shucks, I never knew that. Got that passport, you what? know, yeah. you sorted that. Can run away whenever, eh? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, w- I moved back to South Africa, my whole family's here, yeah, my yeah. mom's when, side. When did you move back to South Africa? When I was four. Okay. So, yeah, it was really uh, yeah, a yeah. short stay there. Sure, sure, sure. But um, I think that just growing up in a, in a family where there's... It, we've been you know, not going into religion too much, mm-hmm. too quickly. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's been so interesting for me because growing up as someone who was part of a non-religious family, yeah. becoming religious, then they're not becoming religious. It's, yeah. it's sort of very much shaped who I am. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's been a very important journey that I've gone on yeah, yeah, um, yeah. to develop who I am today. Yeah. But I think also, I think just 
the people that I grew up around. Mm. Like so, so I got my family, and then I got my friends, and I think it's just been those are the people who really who really shape you and who make you are who you are. Yeah, of course, man. So I mean, and then of course, like, what are those like um, fundamentals that you think your parents were drilling into you at uh, at an early age? Because I know for me, my mm. mother always used to sweat the small things. Yeah, so like yeah. If I say thank you to like a lady after mm. she's helped me with something, she'd go absolutely wild. Yeah, but yeah. But I mean, like, what about you? What are those uh, things that your parents were drilling into? So it's actually a funny story. Yeah, yeah. My parents love to tell people this. Okay. But <laughs> when I was younger, my parents were really paranoid about like feeding me unhealthy things. Okay. So they were <laughs> like, you know what? Our kid, like, shame. He's like, he's like a s- small boy. Like, yeah, he can't, yeah. you know. Like keep him away from sweets yeah, and all yeah. that oh, stuff. Sure, really, yeah, yeah. So my favorite food <laughs> used to be broccoli. Oh, and sure. So for th- <laughs> so it's what? That's yeah. crazy. Okay. So for them, there was a few things that really were like important for them mm. when in my childhood. Mm-hmm. The one was like health and wellness. Mm. The other was like being, being kind to others, mm. but also being very respectful. Mm. I think they would always teach me please and thank yous and never take anything for granted. You have to be grateful. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's been really important. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. you forget it, but like gratitude for me is like, it was always it's been so a big thing. It's so important. And yeah. my parents taught me that really young. Sure. So. Sure. That's beautiful. And do you have any brothers and sisters, by the way? I do. I've got two younger brothers, two younger brothers. Yeah, yeah. How are their gratitude levels? Are they also pretty decent at gratitude? My, my younger brother, he, he's someone that really, everything that he gets is he's always willing to, provide to others as like through it mm. so he's never he'll never take it for like oh this is mine yeah you know he's always willing to share yeah, yeah, yeah. and my younger brother as well i mean in different ways you know some people it's with money some mm. people it's with time mm. some people with information but i think that we've all grown up in a very similar way mm. even even though we're very different people yeah. you can still have the same sort of values yeah those principles you know? yeah you're exactly, right yeah, yeah. You're, that's actually crazy man mm. and, a, and a good point you know it's always a very important to have those principles instilled mm. at the young age sure and then like i mean obviously growing up we're all different and unique yeah, yeah. as you said with your brothers so then what's kind of those fundamentals that were misunderstood about you sure because uh, i was i was mm. if i say myself i mean i was um I was a social guy yeah, and I, I never stuck in a specific niche. Mm. So I always t- told a joke that like my friends could never socialize. Yeah. Um, like all my friends, but all my friends to a party, like it'd be so awkward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, because I, mean, yeah, yeah. I know somebody like you, but then I know other people that are really on the other side of the spectrum that you guys yeah. would never be able to kind of link up. Yeah. It is, it is such a challenge. Mm. I mean, I think it's actually so great that you have those like, you know, different groups of friends exactly I know, yeah yeah i know sometimes i had you know my going out friends and yeah more like chill like yeah, yeah. stay at home <laughs> were you, you know? were you like a going out guy you didn't give me going out vibes i used to be what? i used to for like a period oh, I, i have i actually have my group of friends that are like the going out guys oh, but like you <laughs> do know you do that that shooey do you do yeah. the shooey i don't uh, now we improve <laughs> we were just used to have like pre's at home oh, okay and okay. like it was, God, it was mad. Like, oh, the one time, Rue, we had, sorry, just go from no, the top of <laughs> We used to get Jägermeister shots at, yeah. like, clubs. I'm like, Rue, this is way too mad. Expe- like, it's too expensive. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let's just, let's just organize a bottle. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll keep it in the car. Like, mm. we, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like, yeah. we sorted. Yeah. Rue, we had it all on the Friday night. Jeez. Dude, that yeah. was like, that was a mad evening. Yo, Rue, yo, yo, that, yo, was, yo. Uh, that was one to remember. That is great. Did you go to Rage, by the way? I didn't. Oh, you didn't but go to rage. Okay, I we'll get into that though. We'll definitely we get. Okay, but so but, but I'm just kind of running back now yeah, to yeah. the the things that were misunderstood about you. What do you think was misunderstood growing so up? I think what was misunderstood is the way I perceived things. I mm. think that 
when someone would tell, I'll be very heavily influenced by people. Yeah. So some people would say like, okay, you know, you're good at this or you're bad at this or you're good at that. And I'd really take it to heart. Yeah. I think that my biggest learning experience is is taken actually from my mom because she was always, she'd always say, oh, no, you're so great at this. You're so great at that. But honestly, like, even if you're born with talents, you need to practice and you need to like refine those skills. Mm. And I think that was my issue. Sure. I never would refine because I'd always be like, well, it's, it's black or white. You know, you're either good at something or you're not. Sure. So, I mean, obviously the gray area there then comes mm. in with insecurities, you know, because yeah. that then means that, you know, obviously there's certain things that I'm good at and certain things that I'm not. Yeah. And therefore, if I'm not good at it, then I'm going to be insecure about it. Yeah. So kind of what were some of those insecurities kind of stemming in that in that area? Because I, yeah. I guess I understand that, 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 mm. that viewpoint. You know, I look at like mm. my family and the, a lot of the achievements they have, there's still this deep sense of, oh my gosh, I'm not good at that, I'm not good at yeah. that. And you look at social mm. media nowadays, there's always just going to be this mm. element of comparison. I really like mm. that idea. Mm. And I think more people struggle in that in that mm. paradigm than you think. Eh? Mm. Yeah, mm. I think it's also interesting when someone says you're good at something, mm. you know, and then you meet someone and they're seemingly better than you or like... At that thing. At that thing. Yeah, yeah. It's very... It does take a toll on no, your life. That's true. A little bit on your self-esteem. Mm. And especially when you're growing up, it, it, you can be very... It, it's a very sensitive time. Yeah. I think some of my insecurities, I was quite overweight for sure. a bit. Oh, really? um, so... It wasn't. It was a period like at school. You know, I would. You get into like a bit of psych, like habits. Mm. You right. You build these habits at school, and I would. I'd be quite a gamer. Mm. You know, during my school days. Mm. Were you a cod guy. Um, I wasn't. I was oh, a League of Legends guy. League of Legends. Yeah, guy. that's a serious <laughs> gamer, dude. I don't know those. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that was like. Yo, I was so into that. Yeah, I probably had like five thousand hours. Shit, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it, it was crazy. It was, okay. uh, it was mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone needs League of Legends advice, <laughs> you know. But okay, um, yeah, yeah, so I think that was like my weight. Mm. That was quite a, a big insecurity of mine, mm. and my looks. I think really? I would okay. often, you know. I just I never like felt like conf like confident in my in who I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. in terms of my physical appearance. Yeah. So on the school like I mean looking in the schooling days then mm. were you like kind of give me an idea of where you were on the social spectrum. Were you like the guy and then yeah, you were yeah. the absolute learner? So where okay. were you on like so the social So I did pic- move schools quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, fair. So I moved three times I suppose. Okay, yeah. But when I got to like the big school that yeah. I went to. It was weird. I was, I like knew everyone because I'd, s- I'd gone to like pre-primary school with some people and mm. I knew their families a bit. I was very introverted yeah. and sporty. So like I would know the people at the school. Mm. Like I'd know everyone. i know them by name. Mm-hmm. They'll know me. Yeah, yeah, We'd yeah. get along well, but yeah. we wouldn't go out. Like oh, you'd, you'd have like a friendship within the school context. Yeah, so relative platonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, exactly. Okay. I see. Um, And then, yeah, I'd just be the guy who goes to gym. And then that, that'd be me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But I mean, you obviously, I mean, you gained a bit of social, I suppose, liberty and some points yeah. through the fact that you played a lot of sports. So we're playing A's, A yeah. team there. Um, so we actually, it was very interesting. We played, we had a rugby team, right? Okay, okay. The school <laughs> had never, like they had a rugby team like mm. way back where we started our own one because a few of us guys who got, who came to the school, like we're like, oh, well, like, okay. let's, 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 <laughs> let's make this happen. Sheesh. So we, we played. And this is a Jewish school, mm. so just you got to have the context mm, before mm, you know we discuss this. Hundred percent. But um, we played for a season. We did like decent. Uh, we weren't playing in any of the leagues. We just were sort of making matches. We played against Camps Bay. Mm. We played against like some of the the clubs. Mm. Um, and then a few of us got injuries. And Sheesh. the moms at the school, typical Jewish mom, were like, "Nah, 
you know, we can't let our, our little boys get hurt, you know? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they were like, nah, this is not for us. Yes. And, then, and then the Oaks went, who like were keen to play rugby, mm. went to like Sax and Ronde Bosch. And Jeez. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he left it. I mean, yeah, that's a, yeah. that's quite an interesting one, eh? Guys made your own rugby team. So that means that your academic journey has been relatively interesting, eh? And I guess, mm. I mean, one of the interesting things about you is that you did that whole... It's GED, right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole GED yeah. process. Most of us just went through the normal GDE and IEB syllabus, yeah. whereas you kind of went your own way. Take us through that story. Yeah, sure. So that's uh, that's an interesting one. Uh-huh. Still going through the process. Sheesh. Day, we actually had a, had a meeting at UCT about it, mm. like yes, literally mm. yesterday. But oh. um, so in grade 11, I was gaming a lot, you know, throughout my school career, yeah. but it got, got quite bad in, yeah. in grade 11, like... You know, I I'd, I was going through a lot. Yeah. I, I wouldn't call it depression. I think depression is quite hectic, yeah, especially yeah. like clinical depression. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I was de- it was a depressive period in my life. Mm. And I didn't feel like I wasn't working. I was just, I was really just, just scraping by. Sure. And my parents sat me down and were like, you know what? Like, you can either continue with grade 12 and we're going to be paying fees because I'm, I'm sure you know like private school tuition yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. is no joke it's crazy yeah, yeah of course uh, so GD is what some like dropouts do okay. so if they drop out of school you can do a GD and then get into a college in America mm. um, you do your SATs as well yeah, yeah. Um, I never knew that it even existed in South Africa so yeah they, it's actually it's very small yeah. um, and you have to there's quite a few loopholes like in terms of getting into a tertiary institution like you have to do your SATs, NBTs as well Jeez. for some some places. Sure, but at the time I did it, they they were allowing acceptance into UCT through a GED if you got good enough marks mm-hmm. with your SATs and NBTs. Yeah. So I'm not sure SATs are like NBTs in yes, South yes, Africa. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Because I, I did my NBTs. Okay, uh, nice, nice. And then that was pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to convert it through SACWA. I only converted it later on in 2021, actually, because I was working for a bit. So what do you mean by convert now? So you have to convert it from le- an American like matric equivalent to a uh, NQF level four, so national senior certificate like equivalent. Sure. So I only converted le- converted it later. Mm. So my acceptance to the institutions now are like, it's really tough to get in. So mm. it's it's a bit of a battle. I'm studying at Varsity College at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, doing a high certificate, yeah. but I'm looking to get into accounting. Yeah. So, I mean, you just need a SACA accredited course, yeah, yeah. but I'm looking to, I mean, UCT would be, would be a great, uh, yeah, great I option, you know? Yeah, yeah, fair. Jeez, man. I mean, that whole process, how was that for you? Like emotionally knowing that you're not part of like, you know, the, the normal guys and everything. I mean, that's, that's yeah. quite hectic. Cause I mean, for me, I, 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 I took a gap year because mm. my math mark wasn't too great. Yeah. And I kind of got a glimpse into that lifestyle because yeah. I went through a, a system called Calibre mm. and we, I was with this um, institution. I forgot the name of this institution. It's between like IEB and GDE. Sakai. I don't okay. know if you know Sakai. I'm yeah, not, not yeah. so Sakai is like another kind of yeah, yeah. examining body. And like okay. I just saw like the different aspect of academia that nobody really shows mm. you. So how was that emotional? And I knew for me it was emotionally like terrible. Yeah. So how was that, you know, Going through that emotion. Yeah, no, it is. It's challenging, mm. as as you said. Um, I think the biggest part, the biggest struggle, was the contrast. Like at the beginning of the year, I was like so excited. I was like, wow, so much pressure off my shoulders. Mm. But as the year progressed, so I finished like s- in six months. It's it's not a twelve month program, and mm. you can take twelve months, but you can easily finish it before you know in within the six month period. Mm. Um, and then I started working, and then everyone was like starting to get in their finals and 
like started to prepare mm. and I was like, oh, you know, damn, I'm not actually doing finals mm. of grades. But then like matric dances happen sure. and you're not part of it. Yeah. And like it does, it, it does, um, it is something that I, I feel like I did miss out on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if I, you know, if I'd had to go back, I don't know if I'd be in the right place mm. to to continue with the normal, you know, with sure. the normal curriculum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but John, yeah. it's definitely there's a lot more. There's a lot of things that you you end up missing out on, and mm. and you look back and you're like, damn, that was that's tough, you know. Sure, man. Yeah. Sure. Okay. That's a, that's 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 a deep that's a deep point there. And uh, finally, just kind of looking back on this whole experience then mm. what do you think kind of the greatest life lesson you've learned because mm. shucks that's that's fir- it's very noble of you firstly and your parents to be able to realize that something isn't working and you know then take a different route um i think a lot of people just kind of push it out you know and see what happens yeah. and actually fail you know at the end mm. of the day so you know looking back what do you think the greatest life lesson is for you and moving forward into the rest of your life i think it's hard work like you can't get anywhere without working hard. Mm. I think that, you know, you're going to go through tough times and you're going to, you know, everyone has their ups and downs. Mm. Um, you know, we're, we're just 21 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, we're still at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, fair. But there's going to be loads of ups and downs. Mm. And I think that as long as you consistently working hard on it, like on a daily basis, you just like, you know what? I don't really mind what happens tomorrow, mm. what happened yesterday. But like, if I do my best today, just put my best foot forward, then like, I'm going to get somewhere. You know, mm. life will just sort of, take you take you on a good path if mm. you if you if you like give that you know if you just work hard on a cons- like you know on that day yeah i hear what you're saying i hear what you're saying it's about those one percent improvements yeah, you know? exactly yeah, yeah. yeah and i mean I, that's actually funny enough why i started a podcast that's youtube channel yeah, yeah you know one of the greatest things about this thing i've realized just as i've started even though it's still relatively small is that like every single day it's just about making the video slightly better than the video before yeah. so for instance this video we've got a better setup you know mm. we've got a better guest <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Your guest, i watched the podcast last time and he's solid bro yeah no, man no, shout no. out to bush man what uh, a legend um uh, but yeah you know it's just every single day just that one percent improvement and just trying your best to mm. be your best yeah judaism yeah yeah Sure, that's an interesting one. You know, so at the beginning of the podcast, you obviously said that your dynamic in the re- in your in your family is that you were religious and then you kind of stopped. Yeah. What what happened in that process? Take me mm. through that life journey. So it was actually in it was intertwined in my school like swap over. Yeah. Because I was at a very religious school, mm. and um, that being uh, Jewish, right? Yeah, okay, Jewish, okay. Jewish. Mm. And then I went to a more community-based Jewish school. Yeah. Um, Herzliam, if you've if you've heard of it, also Her- Mount Herzliam. 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 Ah, never yeah, heard yeah. that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's in Cape Town. Yeah, it's in Cape Town. It's why there's like three buildings on the on Table Mountain. Oh, I so see. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I see yeah, what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You you'll know it when you see it. Okay. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. But yeah, so it was. It was a social thing mm. a lot of the time, you know. Like, there's not a lot of religious Jewish people in Cape Town. Mm. Um, so, it's difficult to meet people who are similar-minded. Mm. The same, you know, you just get put with, with different, with, the, with people who are of a similar religious following, mm. but maybe not of a similar values or yeah, mindset. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. You know, so it, it's, it is difficult. Mm. And I didn't really, I, had, I was the only person in my class for a good period of, the, of grade 79. Um, and it's difficult, you know, it's, it's difficult being by yourself and, and being someone who's usually quite social. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, of course it influenced kind of the way you defined life, you know, the mm. fact that you kind of were in this Jewish 
um, you know, kind of household and then like yeah. kind of pushback. So mm. did the pushback come from the fact that you were an outside at school or how did the pushback come? So I actually, I think a lot of the time for me when I was becoming religious as a, as you know, a young, young guy, mm. um, it was because of my role models, like who I looked up to, like mm. who I, who was I surrounded about, surrounded sure. by. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of our family friends were religious or, you know, they had sons who were reli- religious and I would often see them and, I'd, you know, aspire to be like them. Mm. But as I got a bit older, like my, my role models changed and I didn't really, the value to me of being religious as a Jew was not as important as making friends and, you know, mm. and as just generally being able to take part in, in activities that I was missing out, that I felt like I was missing out on. Oh, so you're saying that there was like a, some sort of constraint given that you were Jewish. There, there are constraints. Oh. There, there are definitely constraints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure, and what yeah. is kind of, for example, kind of in a social aspect, what yeah. are some things that, mm. the unspoken truth that you c- shouldn't do as a Jew? Okay, so mm. I mean, there's a few, there's yeah. a few really, um, I mean, I wouldn't say, yeah, th- I'd say they're very prominent ones. Yeah. Um, such as the Sabbath. Mm. So Friday night through to Saturday, you can't drive, yes, watch yes, TV, yes. Yeah, any yeah. of that. Mm. Kosher, you can't. It's very similar to halal. Yes, yes, you, yes, yes. You can't eat, eat kosher out, food. Yeah, yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Mm. Um, I think oh, those, those are just some. But there's mm. the, the the ones that are a little bit less known mm. are related to boys and girls. So, for example, as a as a guy in a re- as a religious Jewish guy, you can't actually like in any physical contact with a girl sure um so our schools were separate so it was like an only only boys school and an only girls school at the religious school that mm. i went to um and it's it's quite challenging especially when you're growing up as a teenager and you um when you, you know you go through these teenagers mm-hmm. and you you know like ah where's the where's the girls mm-hmm. like you know where they're at yeah yeah well um, explore your little yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> and then you just you can't because your religion is saying something Jeez. you know it's like you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I do feel like there are probably, there are positives to it. You know, yeah, some yeah. people can take that, o- like, take it away and, and be like, you know what? Feel more empowered. <laughs> yeah, I feel empowered going mm. out of it. But mm. for me, it was like, it wasn't, yeah. wasn't for me, you know? Jeez, man. I mean, okay, so then I get the pushback. I get mm. the, so then how does that conversation play out? You come back home from a rough day at school and you're like, mom, dad, I'm done with this shit. What, how does it, what happens? So it was so, it wasn't like, it wasn't immediate. Okay. Um, <laughs> a radical like me. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, wasn't, it wasn't just off the bat. Mm. It was a slow progression. And mm. then I was like, guys, I don't really enjoy this anymore. Sure. And how did like your parents yeah. react, man? Jeez. Yeah. They were like, you know what? They, at first I wanted to go to just a, a public school, mm. um, just in my area, in my like, in my uh, little suburb. Um, but then they were like, you know what? Go to the, the Jewish communal school. Mm. Um. But they they were both they bought were both brought up like non-religious, just secular, um, and so they they understood you know they understood where I was coming from. There was a my father was a little bit upset, but mm. you know what I think at the end of the day he he understood where I was coming from mm. and and what my needs were. Mm. So yeah, he's he's more he's chilled with it now. Jeez, man, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is a crazy one. Eh? Like yeah. I I say, shout out to people that go against their yeah their family norm it's a difficult mm. thing it's a mm. difficult thing man because i mean for me my parents are not necessarily religious mm. but i can just imagine man when that thing is entrenched in your head when you're praying for food every single night yeah to just push back all of a sudden yeah yeah, yeah it must be hectic i'm not gonna lie shout out to you though and i mean now the 
But so do you still kind of identify with a lot of the Jewish um, kind of ways of life or, mm. um, yeah, how does that, how do you find that balance? You know, because okay, I don't know, yeah, yeah. like, are you like 50% in, 50% out, or you're 100% mm. out? Yeah. yeah. So like, and how do you kind of take what mm. the Judaism kind of teaches us and versus yeah. Yeah, your reality of your life? So I think Judaism is, is interesting. It's not just, like for me, it's not just a, a religion. It's it's a culture as well. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many things we do that are, not necessarily part of the religion, mm. but it's just, it's something that we do because we are Jewish by our heritage. Mm-hmm. That's something like Friday night dinners, you know, with the family, that's really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I go to those every Friday just because it's it's something that's, for me, it just feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think that there's, there's certain things that are not part of the, of the religion, but are more part of the culture that that I still associate with. Mm. Um, so I don't take part in religious religious um, religious acts, mm-hmm. but there'll be festivals that w- that I attend. So, for example, Passover. Yes, it is technically part of the religion, but I go because it's part of my culture as well. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. That, yeah. 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 What wha- what is pa- what is Passover by the way for so those who don't know? So Passover is an eight day festival in, in about April. March, April, okay. and it's about the, the the story of the Jews leaving Egypt. Mm. So the Jews, they they enslaved in Egypt, um, and they there's these ten plagues that happen, mm. and then they leave a, leave Egypt and get, go into the desert through the splitting of the sea. Yes, yes, yes. Of um, course, of course, yeah. yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's the story of that and just our gratitude towards like God for, for providing, yeah. you know, we, we say actually in the service or when we, so we have a, it's called a Seder, which mm. means order. Mm. So we have an order of, of different, um, of different things we do within the, the within the service, mm. which is just, you know, we sit around the table and we, we read certain things. Mm. And one of those things we read is being, is we'll say, okay, we're grateful for this, but you didn't have to do this mm. or we, you, like we're so grateful for this, you didn't even have to do this. Sure. So you yeah. say we're so grateful for, for God taking us out of Egypt. You didn't have to like feed us as well, mm. and we're so grateful that you fed us. You didn't have to take us to to Israel. Wow. And so it's it's just it's about being grateful and mm. and just. I really appreciate that. Yeah, and I mean, uh, we can see that in mm. your in the principles that you've obviously instilled have been instilled by your parents. That that's kind of a. Um, a cloth that's been all over mm. your life. Eh? This idea of just being extremely grateful for what you have. Mm. Sure, that's beautiful, man. That is absolutely stunning. I think a lot of a lot mm. more of us have to live um, in the in the line with the Jewish culture. I think that is a. I've never actually known about that. To be fair, mm. that is just we are grateful. You didn't have to do that, but you still did, and we mm. want to acknowledge that fact. Sure. Wow. Never looked at it like that. Hmm. <laughs> um, I and I mean, obviously now you know we've got different definitions on how. You know, we view certain aspects of life. Yeah. And one of the interesting things that we try to do here on Your Girlfriend's Worst Nightmare is um, understanding kind of the ideologies of high-value man. Mm. You know, and I mean, how does then the Jewish culture um, define that high-value man? And what yeah. is the ideal Jewish high-value man? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, 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 a, it's a really great question. Mm. Yeah, no, I've got to give that uh, a little bit of thought. No worries, no but worries, no um, worries. I, c- I, can, I mean, I know if we ask, I mean, sorry, last, last uh, podcast... Um, Onye Booch, you know, the, the, yeah. the, the other guy, yeah, he was talking <laughs> about how, you know, it's about power, it's about, you know, authority, it's about strength, you know, and in different 
aspects of society. He yeah. went into, you know, Andrew Tate, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the course, controversial guy, yeah, yeah. You know, went into a bit of him about how he spoke about the alpha male and becoming an alpha male. And yeah. th- there are some aspects of what he was saying that also kind of intertwine with African culture. But African yeah. culture is very much so about some sort of authoritarianism a bit, you know, being mm. the leader, yeah. kind of having some sort of direction in terms mm. of we are going this way. Yeah. But at the same time, understanding that there is, you know, an emotional aspect that needs to be considered. Yeah. And yeah, you know, we need to just be aware of each other. Mm. So yeah. So it's very interesting. I think that in in Ju- like as as a Jew and within Judaism, we're very communal. Mm. So when as a Jewish community in Cape Town, for example, there's there's many people who are wealthy and there's many people who are who are not as wealthy, who are not as fortunate. Mm. And it's about sharing that wealth and and making sure that everyone's okay. Mm. Um so I think as a high value man in in Jewish culture, it's about understanding your like your role your mm. responsibility you know it's i think yeah i think it's giving back to the community it's it's been like if you whatever y- you have and whatever you feel like you don't have th- you, there's always something that you can give mm. you know mm, 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 mm. i know for for myself i volunteer in, in part of the in the in the jewish community i'm not religious mm. but i do i do volunteer just mm. because that's what i can give mm. um because there's always someone giving back mm. um and i think that's that's what makes a high value man in the community mm, just mm, someone mm. who's yeah who can who can give on themselves yeah it's so that's such a great that's such a great way of looking at it i mean i remember i saw um, a homeless man on the on the street the other day mm. what i like doing is i like asking hey so what's the what's the quote of the day today yeah, yeah. and he said to me um, they say you only live once um, that's a lie you die once <laughs> You live every day. I was like, oh, uh, so uh, what a legend. What a legend. But I love that, man. I think yeah. you can always give regardless of your economic status and your socioeconomic status. You can always live uh, and give yeah. rather. And yeah, I think it's, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. And I think that more people should learn how to live like that. You spoke about your outreach thing. Would you like mm-hmm. to just speak, speak about the reason why you're doing outreach and what, what's what's happening over there? Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's really, when I was younger, I was a bit... Uh, bit mischievous yeah, yeah, uh, yeah but uh you know go against the the family <laughs> so when i was younger i was actually i, I used to have a disagreements disagreements with my dad like yeah. me and him are just quite similar yeah, yeah, yeah um and you know you'd be like well you're in my house like if oh, you're in my house oh, as long as you're in my house like you've lived by my rules Jeez. so then like i was like you know what like i'm getting out of this house Jeez. so i went and i started walking from my place i walked to sea points mm-hmm. And just for context, that's about like 12Ks. Jeez, um, okay. And I was, like, <laughs> I was like 13, 14. Sheesh. So my parents were like, you know what? Like he, he walks, he does his independent stuff. Mm. But by the time it was like 8 p.m., they were like, okay, like this kid's like, like he should be home by yeah, now. Like yeah. this is a bit intense. So what ended up happening, I was on the beach in Seapoint just chilling. Mm. I threw out my plans already. I was going to chill. I got an aunt in Seapoint. I was going to go maybe stay at her the next, the following night. Mm. But the community came together and went to look for me. Sure. And uh, yeah, they found me on the beach. And so I take part in, in helping make sure that that this the community's safe. And that's, oh, that is know, crazy. So that's, so that's how it started. That's how By it started. you being mischievous and... An absolute. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, that, it's, it's that like cycle, like mm. you know, they gave to me, and now I do. I have to do my part. Mm, you know, that's, that's what it's not required of me, but mm. it's how I. It's what I want to do. Mm. So yeah, sure. Well, 
that brings us then yeah, to the main yeah. the main agenda, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's about relationships, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I mean, that's that in itself for me just speaks about the relationship depth within mm. the Jewish culture. And I mean, for us, before we actually even get into yeah, relationships, yeah. actually, just one more thing with yeah. the Jewish culture. No, 100%. Kanye West said something very interesting yeah. that had anti-Semitic uh, yeah. uh, claims, you know, against mm. against you guys. What what was the kind of the general feel um, around the Jewish culture? Because mm. it's quite an awkward time to be, you know. Yeah, yeah, I suppose Kanye West definitely. I mean, we've seen that a lot of Adidas, you know, I think yeah. Forbes have said something about him. Lots of guys have mm. kind of, you know, said no, we don't know, we don't yeah. really kind of condone that behavior. Mm. What's your, what's the Jewish community's uh, kind of mm. response to, to what's been happening? So I think when when there's tragedy, people tend to come together. Mm. So mm. I think that's been a, a strong set sentiment amongst the Jewish community. Yeah. People who are secular, religious, everyone's come together and identified that you know we have to stand together as a, as a group mm. but i think that the biggest the biggest problem i feel with like what with what happened is more the fact that that there's such a clear like people want to clearly identify groups of people and and point them out sure. to be something that they may or may not be mm. you know mm-hmm. I, I think that it's you know that the fact like what he said is not acceptable mm-hmm. it's never going to be acceptable mm-hmm. towards any any group of people mm-hmm. but the fact that people are still so you know are still so trying so hard to identify groups mm. and and separate them mm. i think that we can learn like we can learn how at the end of the day we're all in we're all in this battle together mm. to make sure that you know in canada where there's people they're having their financial crisis now mm-hmm. but i mean right around the corner where people are, are hungry mm. why are we not fighting those battles why are we fighting battles that really don't have like don't do anything they just cause hatred amongst people mm. and and that's never never what you should aim for that's so true i, I, I kind of like what you're saying and i said i spoke about it also on uh, the podcast before um on your year's podcast and i spoke mm. about this idea that i feel like the society right now we used to be extremely conservative yeah. Like on this one end of the pendulum, mm. and now we've kind of swung to this other end where we're like so yeah. sensitive to so many things. I agree. And unfortunately, now we've divided our communities into such mm. little pieces. Before yeah. we will be talking about the colors of one's eyebrows. Yeah. Saying if you've got this type of eyebrow, then like, oh yeah. my gosh, you should actually get mm. chucked away and yeah. whatever. So I think that you're right. You know, it's unfortunate that we focus on these small, minute mm. groups and we try to just, you know, gun them down. And mm. yeah, it's just, it just breeds more and more hatred. And unfortunately, yeah, it doesn't build a better tomorrow. Yeah. You know, because I feel like a better tomorrow is where we can all just live in peace and harmony together, mm. accepting our differences and, yeah, progressing mm. the world together. I do also think that if you're on, you know, that, that spectrum, at the ends of both spectrums, it's, it's basically the same. You mm. know, it's not, yeah, fair, it's fair, not fair, really fair, like... Fair. I think that's a big, big misconception. Mm. You know, it's mm. it's like, okay, if we're very conservative, it's mm. like it's terrible. Mm. But like, mm. it's <laughs> like, you know, exactly, and very radical. So I just feel like, yeah, eventually, yeah. hopefully, we'll get to some middle ground and yeah, yeah exactly. just be in harmony and peace, man. That's that's the goal. That's yeah, the goal, that's, that's always the goal, man. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. man, talk about harmony yeah. and peace, man. That's relationship yeah, exactly. stuff. <laughs> the happy stuff, bro. Yeah, the happy, the happy stuff, stuff, man. It's been quite deep, man. I, so you know, relationships are always interesting for me. Um, you obviously in a romantic relationship right now. Yeah. Do you do you? How long have you guys been together? Nearly two years. Two yeah. years. I yeah. oh, shout out to you, man. Yo. Yeah, yeah. That's uh. Shout out. Uh, shout out. Shout out to that, man. That's that's absolutely insane. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, the, the big thing. You're 21 years old, being in a relationship right now, not having experienced life. Mm. You know, is that wise? 
experience is different. <laughs> it depends what you define as experience, you know? So I think that for me, I've experienced so many things that may be different from someone who's just, you know, I wouldn't say gone the standard path, mm-hmm. but gone through the schooling system, yeah, you know, yeah. started university. Oh, the standard path, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, it's like, for me, actually being in a relationship, mm. It, it provides like stability. I don't yeah. Like there's some experiences that I don't value as much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think that's really important. Like what, what experiences do you value and which ones don't you value? Um, well, fair, so fair, fair, fair. For me, the things I value are the experiences of being in a relationship and learning skills like communication mm-hmm. and compromise and just being able to live with someone else who you're not going to get along with all the time. Mm. And honestly, like everyone has a bad day. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair, fair. And I think that those experiences, mm. even if things don't work out, those are the experiences that I'd, I'd, I'd like to, to have mm. in, in place of something maybe that's a bit more extreme and, yeah. and less like, less, ex- uh, more exciting. Yeah, yeah. More exciting. Be you a know? dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, no, I hear yeah, you. I, hear yeah. I mean, it's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, I hear this. It's, not, it's not the exciting answer. Yeah, yeah. No, look, like I hear the stability. Look, I, I'm, I'm on the other opposite side of the spectrum, man. I think yeah, yeah. getting out of a relationship, I was recently in about an 18-month relationship. It was yeah, beautiful. Yeah. But I think the world has opened up to me now that I've realized yeah. that I'm out of the relationship. Um, of course, there are pros and cons, um, like yeah, everything 100%. in life. But I, I hear what you're saying. Um, and I mean, how is that... I guess my my interesting question that I always ask people that are in relationships is, like hypothetically, mm. if if your if your partner were to warn me yeah. about some personality trait or something that yeah, you do yeah. about you, like uh, over everything, what would it be? Sure, that's that's a that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that I can be like unpredictable at times. Oh, like okay. Really <laughs> okay. And it's not necessarily in the way you feel mm. like it or the way you may think like you know just doing something like spur of the moment mm-hmm. it'll be more be like well i mean it is spur of the moment yeah, but yeah, like yeah. it'll be for example like just getting up at like half past four and going to gym or like randomly like i'm just like okay let's start <laughs> this like let's do it or like like start i'll be like ah oh, the, ho- the whole day i've been chilling and then i'm like ah oh, i gotta work mm. so i start working at like 11 and then i've worked in the night Jeez. and i think like I don't usually do that, mm. but like, I might just do it. Yeah, yeah, And you yeah. never know, really. Jeez. You never know. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Wow, man. So that's I think that's, uh, that's a thing she may warn you about. Very unpredictable. Yeah. Hey, yo, that's, that's, I've never heard of that one before. People tell me, yeah, I lie. I'm a bit of a passive-aggressive liar, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yo, I've never heard of that. What? I'm trying to think now. And I'm very, and I'm very, like, I get addicted to stuff really easily. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. get addicted to stuff. Okay. Like, well, at home. If you're very interested in When it, you come it? visit, bro. Yeah. Like, uh, there's no there's no junk food in this <laughs> house. Really. Like, I am, you know me, bro. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm eating, eating chicken. Absolutely shredded. Eating chicken, bro. Chicken and rice, eh? And oats, bro. Yes. And like, nothing else, bro. Yo, man. So <laughs> bro, she gets a one hagen dollars a week, As you've got strict rules, eh? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. That's, nah, that's I hear that. Okay, is. that's another part then, eh? Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's only, it's my way or the highway, eh? <laughs> we, bro, I'm telling you, like, it's so interesting because like for for me like my health it's, mm. it's my way the highway but then mm. for her it's like like 
cleanliness. Like yeah. it's a good thing. Like both of them, I feel like a positive. Yeah, fair. Papri, it's so hard for me. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, like I'm not someone who's like generally tidy, mm. and Bru, she is a deep cleaner. Sheesh. Bru, have you met a deep cleaner? No, nah, I haven't Bru, met a deep cleaner. Cleaner. Bru, you know when you meet a deep Jeez, cleaner. Jeez, man. Bru, that's like <laughs> that's like a Sunday. You're like getting up, and she's ready, Bru. She's got Sheesh. her like brush in hand. Bru, we got the dettol. We've got the like we, everything laid out. Yeah, and she's like. Bru, you're gonna can you please clean the bin? Oh my god. But not gosh. clean it, deep clean it. Bro. Oh my god. So like I clean it with soap, water. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, sweet, I'm done. Like <laughs> I'm not a bro, this is not my vibe. She's like, no, you're not done yet, bro. Jeez. You gotta put like the dettol and then like layers of it, bro. Oh sorry, my gosh, that my is crazy. So you guys obviously stayed together, eh? Yeah. Jeez, yeah. yo, that's quite a that's quite yeah. a move for, you know, twenty one, eh? Yeah. Yeah, and how's how long have you guys been staying together now? For about Six months? Six, six months. Seven months. Yeah. And how's that experience been? It was actually, we just moved into it quite easily. Yeah. I mean, because we were seeing each other a lot and mm. then we like, were like, oh, well, we might as well just move in together. Might as well move in together. Yeah, Imagine exactly. that. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah. uh, there's definitely been ups and downs, mm. definitely stuff to learn, mm. like small things. Yeah. Like alarms, yeah. Like that gets in your nerves, bro. Like, if she she has an alarm every hour. Oh, for what? Just to just to know that like is the hour. Yeah. Oh shucks. So like <laughs> for me, like I would not do that. And yeah, like yeah. For her, like just understanding that, like I'm gonna put my dishes in the sink and then I only clean them at the end of the day. Yes. Like not clean them like every time I eat. Mm-hmm. So like that's like the things that you you have to learn. Yes. And I just mean, it's been. It's been hard, but yeah. those are like the experiences that I'm like, sure. you know. Okay. And like just looking generally, what do you think is like kind of one thing you wish you knew before you got into this whole like relationship slash really, thing yeah. together? Mm. I think how like how similar guys and girls are. We're not really, you know, we're not that different. Really? I, I think that in terms of Sure, that's interesting. Like maybe not the way like let me think about this. Mm. it's I quite a controversial yeah. statement how similar we are okay I think often as guys we think like oh girls they don't have like they don't, they're not self-conscious mm. or they're not as self-conscious or they're also not as shy you know if a guy comes up to them they're, they'll just chat to them mm-hmm. but the same okay. insecurities mm-hmm. that guys have girls have and vice versa I mean I just think that we need to like generally guys need to need to understand that like they're also just people like mm. they're not like when they're not like they're crazy you don't need to like <laughs> you know be so scared to go chat to them yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. i think that was for me when i was younger like that was a big thing yeah. and i think now like i think it's maybe it's because we've been together for a long time mm-hmm. but like when i speak to any girl really it's just like a it's another just another person sure. and i think that's been a that's been interesting to mm. to learn and I wish I'd known that before mm. because I think that it would not have made me so so s- like worried mm. or scared to to interact with basically half the population. Mm. You know? Mm. I hear what you're saying. Okay, a little bit controversial. I get a p- couple of pushbacks in the comments. Definitely. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but I, mean, uh, I, I, I kind of see what yeah. you're saying. I kind of see what you're saying. Like we, uh, mm. I don't know if you've ever heard of the word sonder. I haven't known. You know, it's basically like just to kind of, yeah, you know, corpse definition. Yeah, but yeah. It's this whole idea that 
you know when you pass like a walking stranger yeah. they're probably going through the exact same problems as you yeah. just in a different kind of form yeah. and you know we all kind of we're all kind of living life the same way yeah. it's just that it's slightly different and obviously in slightly different like contexts yeah. but everybody's kind of living the same different type of yeah. you know challenges and mm. obviously some are more radical than others but yeah. we kind of view them in the same way you know yeah. um so yeah it's it's i kind of get what you're saying but i definitely get yeah. some pushback i i, n- I can understand yeah, pushback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but i mean like so but we i mean we're about differences yeah yeah and like relationships day. are obviously a very important thing in our lives and you know one of the interesting things i think i've found now is i think we've got a huge pandemic of loneliness mm. um obviously i'm at uct and uh, during the pandemic obviously we we're online mm. and there was no like interactions with people mm. um now get back and now nobody yeah. said that's really socialized yeah, yeah. Everybody just kind of stuck in their caves and nobody coming really coming out i was actually reading a stat the other day that i think 50 percent half of the world now don't actually interact with their neighbors as much as they used to wow. before the pandemic that's yeah crazy. which is absolutely crazy that's yeah nice. so for you um how do you think have you found your group of people and have mm-hmm. you found your niche or are you mm-hmm. still kind of in quest to finding your people i think i'm almost like I'm I I feel like I'm halfway there. Mm. Like I've got my groups of people, I've got yeah. my f- school friends yeah. that you know that I still chill with. Mm. I've got my friends from my clubbing days. Yeah, yeah. I've got like <laughs> I've got my friends from my hobbies. Yeah. No one that I consistently like see just because you know you you got to like your time. Mm. Like time is definitely a factor. I think with the loneliness, people don't understand how how much of a skill socializing is. Mm. Like you need to refine it. Mm. You can't just say okay let's go out and just socialize yeah like you gotta know where to go you gotta mm. know the people the type of person you're gonna want to interact mm. with those avatars you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah so 100%. i think it's, it's just about it's about practice mm. and i think people are like too scared to like go out and just chat to someone they're mm. like oh no what if what happens if they don't like yeah me? yeah 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 sure um, sure 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 and i mean like what are your some of some of the ingredients that you kind of you know intertwine in finding those relationships both romantic and just friendship Oh yeah, what type no. of? Because I, 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 I yeah. really like honestly, like I find our relationship so interesting because, mm. like, you are not in the normal spectrum of the type of person I would want to kind of be friends with. Yeah, but I find you so interesting because you disagree with me so much. But also, when you mm. disagree with me, it's not like you're giving me platonic reasons to disagree with me. That oh, okay, dude, like, what are you saying? But yeah. it's something that oh, actually, cops. Maybe I didn't think about it like that. Obviously, I wouldn't say it there because I'm protecting yeah, yeah, my ego. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it is so true, and that's yeah. why I love chatting to you mm. as well mm. because it's just it's being open yeah not necessarily to in the, it's, n- it's just it's having your opinion but also being able to listen yes 100% and 100% I think that when it comes to socializing for me what was like a big thing so I was I was always quite mm. int- like at, at school I was quite introverted or mm. at least I thought I was yeah you're fair I during lockdown I used to watch a lot of those videos like how to pick up girls <laughs> and like how to do this <laughs> and how to do that. And you can get so deep in that. Yeah. Like you can really get You can deep. get lost there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And like what I started doing, I would go to the mall like when I was bored. So I live near, well, I used to, my parents live near Canal Walk. Mm-hmm. Which is a shopping center in Cape Town. Yeah. 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 For a big now. one. Now go check it out. Now watches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'd just go chat to people. Like I would just go, I, I think the the most interesting sort of target I had was to compliment one person a day. Wow. Just a random person. Sure. So I'd be like, cops, that's, that's, that's it. Or like, I'd be like, 
Hey man, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but I have to say like, your shirt is just, it's a great shirt. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yo, that's crazy. And then, oh, this is this guy. And I'd, I'd, I'd learned so much from that. Mm. Like, people who speak fast are usually nervous and trying to get out of the conversation. Mm. So like, when I'd speak to, like I started being like, okay, let's move on, on from compliments and speak to girls. Mm. So I'd be like, hi there, sorry. Uh, oh, you look very nice. Okay, and then cheers, bye, right? Sure. Like, I'd, I'd speak very quickly. Mm. But then, I was like, you know what? We don't need, like, pick up lines. Like, people, people are going to, they're going to be, some people will like you, some people will don't. 100%. Just go ahead and say hi. I was 100%. like, hey, sorry, I just thought you looked really nice today. Or, you know, just thought that was a really cool shirt. Mm. I wanted to come say hi. My name's Errors. Um, and your name is, sure. and then, you know, <laughs> I got a few people asking if they were on a TV show. Hey. No joke. I was like, hey. Oh, no, that's a bit of a to go on, man. So Randomly going out. Hey, what's up? My name is Corpse. Hey, what it is, man? How are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's how I met one of my good going out friends. Mm. Like, still to today, we always joke about it, how I used to, I started going out to town by myself. Yeah. Um, because I like to progress my social yeah. difficulty. Sheesh. So I'd go out and try and find groups of people just to chill with. Jeez. Um, mm. So I just met them randomly on the street. And I was like, oh, yeah, these folks look chilled. Yeah. Let's say hi. Let's And let's go out. Sheesh. We went out for the evening. And then and turned out they live around the... He lives around the corner from my parents. Jeez. And we're like, oh, yeah, let's, you know, let's do this. What the hell, man? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what a legend, man. Okay, I think, I think, okay, so I definitely consider myself quite a social person. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I'm the type of person to have like a conversation with um, like the gran in the doctor's room. Those I, are the best conversations. Yeah, 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 yeah you know what I'm saying? Like ones. literally random places. <laughs> but I think for me, like one thing that I struggle with is I'm not very good in small talk. So back to the gran in the, in the doctor's room. I'll ask her, so ma'am, how long have you been in a, uh, your marriage for? What is something you wish you knew before you got into that marriage? Yeah, yeah. You know, shame. I don't know Get if that's the that yeah. like, like, I want to go straight like, into it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You want to come in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. Get your number. Let's go into yeah, the podcast, exactly. man. So I think for me, like, I'm still trying to work on my small talk, but I've got this new series kind of on my on, my, on the YouTube channel where, like, I go and randomly interview, like, people. I saw it. I uh, love yeah, the interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Firstly, you should see guys. Yeah, of course, man. Come on, guys. You know the vibes. And I think one of the things that I've realized is that. Yeah, dude, everybody's just pretty chilled. Like, it's yeah. not that deep. And we got a lot of bad. Of course, a lot of people are like, no, we don't want to record it. Like, okay, dude, chill. Yeah, it's chilled. Thanks, like, but, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, I, I, I get what you're saying. I think we, that first initial step is always very, very, very difficult. Yeah. And I, think I don't know if you've come across the book, um, Why C Students, Why A Students Work for C Students by Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, but uh, Rich Dad put that, the author. Yeah, the yeah, author, yeah. yeah. Rich Dad, like, yes, 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 yes. But, uh, and yeah. I think one concept that he spoke about that was quite interesting is that the beautiful thing about being a C student as opposed to somebody that isn't necessarily winning at the game of life yeah. in kind of societal terms is um, you are used to getting rejected a lot. Mm. So for, instance, for me, I was a huge C student. Yeah. So my parents could never motivate me through academic success. They yeah. had to motivate me through like other things. And so that academic success then kind of correlated with the fact that, sorry, the academic failure correlates with the fact that, you know, fuck, I'm so used to kind of failing. Yeah. Um, Oh, dude, I can do anything. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Because yeah, exactly. I already failed. Yeah, you know? exactly. But now you the could. success comes and it's like, oh my gosh, that's great. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's a great thing. I think that definitely this idea of you must chuck out the notion of uh, failure because it will happen to everybody. Mm. It's inevitable, regardless yeah. of where you are on the spectrum. And I think that's actually why, why, the, why, the, why the players and the fuckboys win. 
because they're just not afraid to fail so many times. That is, you uh, know? that's a good point. You look at the guy that has this, the, the the greatest and most beautiful woman, and you're like, you don't consider how many yeah. girls he got rejected from before he could achieve that's that. A you very know? interesting <laughs> point. And I think, I think that's that is so that is actually that's quite deep. Actually, mm, of course, man. Like, <gasps> because I mean, look at marriages, right? Mm. Like some people are just really unhappy. Yeah. Like. Some people, are even relationships, like you're like, you got this high school couple, they've been dating for like five, six years, sure. and they're like not happy, but mm. they can't let everyone know, else know they failed. Mm, 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 mm. And I think that's like, they got to just, you know, you got to sometimes understand that failing doesn't mean that, you know, you're giving up something of yourself. It mm. just means that you you acknowledge something. Yes, yes, 100%. And I think it's like, yeah. 100%. I mean, just also to get deeper with my relationship, yeah. there was this p- time where, um, my ex and I were mm. known to be as the power couple. Yeah. You know, then we break up and it's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and it's, it's just, it wasn't really a failure, but more so a realization that, you know what, things aren't working anymore. Yeah. Let's just part ways. And, and you grow, them. you mm. grow, you like, you actually become someone that's, you know, that people want to be around because they can, they don't have to be correct all the mm, time. They mm, don't have mm. to be, you know, they can also be say, you know what, I did this, this, I did this wrong. Hundred percent. And I think that's it's so important mm. to say, you know what, actually, maybe this was my fault. Sure. Like, and I th- yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's it's accountability. Yeah, also. Yeah, 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 fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Okay, and then just kind of um, bringing this relationship chat full circle before we yeah, end yeah. it up, because you know, time's already ended. How crazy is that? <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. But damn. just to just to kind of bring it full circle, why do you think people like? Why are we so bad at like as our youth like at failing in this relationship game? Because I mean, like mm. people are in a relationship for two weeks and it's yeah. over. It's like two days and it's over. You know, yeah. cheating has become a norm. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so why do you think we just keep on failing as? Um, I think because we don't get to to know people. Mm. We we like to use apps to to find people because mm-hmm. the Tinder um, girls <laughs> the Tinders yeah. I've been there I also did Tinder like <laughs> don't stress like it's, it happens yeah. but like you don't get to meet people mm. who share values you just meet people online can they chat well via mm. text and then you meet up on like in person mm. and call I think them the WhatsApp worries yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and literally I think the biggest thing is just do what you're doing net generally like do you enjoy going to gym? Do you enjoy going to, to the library? Mm. Do you enjoy going to yoga. anything? Yeah, yoga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I if you do, you're going to meet people who are, are similar, mm. similar in nature, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we always put up this facade, you know? Because yeah. we are this one person who enjoys adventure, who are, but actually we're just a couch potato who likes watching Netflix it's every day. True. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. might be a bit tough to No, but, they would, they would, but your yeah, niche yeah, will still yeah, be yeah, there, you know? Exactly. <laughs> you still yeah. find your niche, yeah. It's a yeah. lobby, bro. Yeah. so <laughs> many people who love movies there. Like, it's great. Yeah, 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 man. Sure, man. Oh, man, I love that. I love I love the, the chat about relationships, and I really do hope that people can take some sort of value mm. out of just understanding that, you know, relationships are important. We are social beings, you know? We are social animals, and we need each other, to be fair. You know, there's a whole wavelength of focus on yourself, King, and going to this old dark monk mode for, like, yeah. 10 years. And, you know, like, we need people at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. We are because of others. And I'll never forget this quote by our, our head boy, uh, Packet Hilton, he said, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's so beautiful. So, but uh, just ending off, um, I just wanted to just talk about also your the local business guide as well as uh, the real estate uh, um, career. And uh, yeah, then yeah. finally, ending off with our final big question. So, how's the local business guide going? Yeah, so it's not, uh, it did stop. Mm. Just time, time was a... 
Yeah, being an entrepreneur is tough. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, I can understand yeah, the yeah. editing, the just things that you wouldn't have expected to take lots of time. Hundred percent, take lots of time. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I'm sure. This like is the best part of the, the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that that's that was the problem. Mm. Like going into it, I wasn't fully committed. Yeah. Um, so what I do. What I've done now, my only local business guy, mm. sort of vibe stuff, mm -hmm. and it was with the bagels. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as uh, we're chatting a bit before the show, yes, 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 yes. But yes. Uh, I'm gonna try it on now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> try them. Um, I've gone to all the bakeries, like well, not bakeries, but all the bagel stores in Cape Town. Yeah. Except for one in Claremont. Yeah. There's one. Not to throw any shade on the bagel. Yeah. You know, bagels of the these businesses. Yeah, yeah. But we went to to quite a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, getting them in here. Yeah, oh, we're getting the bagel. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And you're gonna have to. You're gonna only get your opinion. I know some people are bagel people. Yeah, yeah. But really, this is this is the next level. Okay, so what? I just bite. Yeah, just go Wait. for it, bro. Just Wait, what's inside? No, oh, it's just, it's, it's just the bread. Didn't, you didn't want the the, the salmon, bro. We oh, got the, we so you, you just want me to taste the bread? Oh, <laughs> bro, I'm like this bagel. Really, it's it's different. Bro. It's so, different. So, what constitutes a good bagel? I want to get an well, idea. So, it's tough. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, more yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm waiting for the the you know oh, uh, feedback. Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Nice and soft and. Mm. So, like the thing is, right? You sometimes want crunch. You want a bit of like crunchiness or like solidness on the top you mm. don't sometimes it's a bit too soft like this this is more on the soft side of mm. bagels mm -hmm. but it has flavor mm. like you need a flavor mm. in within the bagel sometimes bagels are just bread <laughs> they're just bread <laughs> and bagels are not meant to that's not like the essence you know oh. they meant to be a bit yeah, more but it's dry that. man i need yeah. some something man right. like. <laughs> 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 we're gonna bring you something next time i should have asked but um so you go to something like pick and pay you're gonna get a bagel. It's just dry. It's not really boiled. You mm. need a boiled bagel, right? Mm, mm, mm. Then you maybe take it up a step. Go to food lovers. Food lovers also okay. It's kind of just bread, boiled a little bit, mm. a little bit of a step up. Mm. You respect, brew. I'm happy having it. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm so happy. Better than I expected. Hey, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you get a bit of a step up. You get a bit more volume, mm. right? Because when you're having a bagel, you don't want it just to like collapse, and you, you know it it needs to be something that's solid. Mm. But the where it's really at is when you got like a nice taste. Like this is a little bit sweet. Mm. It's yeah. actually it's, yeah, you're it's right, nice. you're right, you're right, you're right. And it's not just bread. It's not just it's it's like you could eat this by itself and you would not be disappointed. No, hundred percent. But macros are hectic. Don't the macros are pretty hectic? But yeah, the yeah. macros <laughs> are, but it's worth it. Really. <laughs> and so mm. I've gone to. We did a bit of a test, really, because we we've heard we've heard rumors about the best bagels in Cape Town. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we went to Klenski's, we went to um, New York Bagel, Max's Bagels, Bree Street. Mm -hmm. um, we went to Goldie's. Mm. There's no uh, Goldie's is actually a Jewish restaurant, mm. Jewish thing. <laughs> Not uh, there's no uh, favoritism here. Mm. Is it kosher? Uh, it is kosher. Oh, it's kosher, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and mm. we got a. We got some people who did not know, did not distinguish between the, you know, they no no idea. Mm. 
and they tasted them, and the Goldies one did come out on top. Sheesh! So that's okay. what you're eating today, bro. Okay, that's, so you, are you saying just, Goldies is the I'm, best bagels in Cape Town? <laughs> that's what I'm going <laughs> for, bro. That is from the local business guy. Okay. okay. Bringing you that news, bro. All right, so we're going to record a vlog where we're going to go to Goldies with Aries, and we're going to see whether um, or not Goldies is the best. The best bagels, bro. But I'm I won't lie, there's, there's something about this bread. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, bro. Bro, the next <laughs> step up from this is the challah. Have you <laughs> tried challah? No, 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 I've never. Bro, that is, so on Friday nights, like a Jewish Jewish bread mm. bro that's our next that's mm. after the bagels bro that's the next step up mm, like what's my macros man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty dangerous bro mm. being around you know <laughs> being around me of course man uh, but anyways man just um, obviously ending off I love to kind of ask this question which is basically that um, if you down the day that your children are born and you could only leave them one note what would you write on that note gosh yo that's quite a that's a very thought provoking mm. Mm. I guess it kind of just sums up what you've lived for your yeah. whole life gosh that is a really tough one I know it's supposed to be this yeah. is your girlfriend's yeah, worst I nightmare yeah exactly <laughs> they're not easy questions here huh. I just think maybe just be grateful for like your position mm. or, or, or something r relating around gratitude mm, mm, because mm. it's so easy to fall into that like that pit of like self-pity and like saying oh you know some people are so much better off than me and mm. if you're grateful for what you have you're not gonna it, it's it takes away all those negative negative emotions because you actually realize how much you do have mm. You don't focus on, oh, this Instagram, m like, fitness guy, he's got way better, like, abs than me, mm. or, you know, this guy has way, much more, way more money than me, this mm. guy has a, quote-unquote, nicer or more attractive <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> you're grateful for the posi position you're in, mm. and just, you're grateful for what you've done mm. to get there. Mm. I think that that would be what I'd leave for them. Sure. Yeah. Well... Aries, man, I want to say thank you, man. So thank you so much for giving us yet again another perspective. I think your soul has um, it's been through a lot, of course, like everybody else. Um, but I think more than anything, you've learned, you know, through through your life experience. And yeah, it's always a privilege yeah. to, I suppose, gain a perspective yeah. that is unique. And um, yeah, I suppose what I like the most about you is that you're aware about um, the life that you're living and intentional. Mm -hmm. And I truly do appreciate your time of day. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Aries, thank you so much. Alrighty, people, for those people that made it this far, I want to say thank you so much for watching through the whole podcast. I truly do hope that this podcast was valuable and one that you um, got some real and honest value from. You know, whether you agree or disagree, it was one of those pods that I think we all got to know about. And it's one of those things that I think it's important that, you know, we seek to understand and, you know, really just kind of take what we can when listening to somebody else's perspective. He did say some controversial things, but you know what? It's part of the journey and part of understanding that everybody's got a different perspective on everything. And yeah, man, as always, thank you so much, people. I really do appreciate the love and support. Be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Definitely hit that subscribe button and also put on that post notifications every single time I drop. We're trying to drop every single Sunday. So yeah, man, till the next video, take it easy. Sayonara.